You can slag off Slauber. We don't even need to do an intro. Motherfuckers, you know what you're listening to. You click the link. <laughs> Sorry, it's over. <laughs> this is the NGA podcast with myself, Denny. Yeah, Lewis, and then we've got Frank. So, Frank, carry on, man. What are you saying, man? <laughs> you just, hate Slauber. <laughs> I was just saying, I just need to get out of Slauber because it's just full of people that Denny. It's just full of people that Denny has previously highlighted how he re- really, really dislikes, which is. I'm not saying I don't like homeless people, but like. Just the dirt and the filth that sort of comes with like living essentially in slums is really get on my nerves. That's all. But then, like, there's been this little push to kind of regenerate Slough a little bit, no? Yeah, but they're not regenerating it quick enough as far as I'm concerned. They need to like. You can't regenerate the people that live there either, can you? The way <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you know, I think that, yeah, the, the problem with Slough is that there's so many positives for it. The location is amazing, but just the people. You alright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Just the people okay. that. Um, just need to be changed a little bit, you know. Yeah. Just, just out with out with some, bring some new people in. The thing is, right? Since the fifties, Slough's always been this hub for new people. It's always like in the fifties, you had a lot of Indians and Pakistanis come over, mm. and then in the early nineties, it was Poles, mm. and then early two thousands, it was like Romanians and Somalians. A lot and and now you've got this like huge melting pot of people yeah. where you've always got new people coming yeah. in is i don't i don't think that's ever going to change i don't know why everyone like goes straight slow i think it's i read somewhere it's, it's similar to southall and i think it's the proximity of the airport i think the cheapest places around the airport tend to be where people new to come to country might want to set up home um, and i think the problem is if you have people that are new they don't really care for it as much as people that have been there for a while because they might just be there for a year and just move on, which is mm. what's doing my head in the moment. But um, yeah, that's my gripe about living in Slough. Slough's all right. It, it, I think it was all right, like 15, yeah. 20 years ago. But yeah. Mate, do you know what? There was a poem about Slough. I don't know if you guys have ever yeah, heard it. Yeah, it's a famous, quite famous. Come friendly bombs that fall on Slough. Yeah. It is not fit for humans now. There is not grass to graze a cow. Oh, you're not off by heart. I thought you were reading off the phone. No, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I am looking it up now, but I do remember, I just fucking misspelled poem as well. Yeah. <laughs> like a moral. Normally Google sorts you up with that, don't you? Yeah, uh, hold on. Yeah, I think there's, there's just no shop, there's nothing there. No, there's oh. nothing there. Ego, I'm going to give you guys this. I did, it turns out I didn't know off by heart. So it says, come friendly bombs and fall on slough. It isn't fit for humans now. There isn't grass to graze a cow, cow. swarm over death. Come, block, come bombs and blow to smithereens those air-conditioned bright canteens tinned fruit, tinned meat, tinned milk, tinned beans tinned mines, tinned grapes mess up the mess they call a town a house for 97 down and once a week and a half a crown for 20 years I'll just read the next bit and get the man with double chin who's always cheat and always win who washes his repulsive skin in women's tears Oh shit, he's going in. That sounds. I feel like that's a lot about Slough. So, and that is Slough by John uh, Benjamin. John, yeah, John Benjamin, yeah, he's a famous He was poet. a yeah, poet yeah. laureate, I think, at some point. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, he cussed Maidenhead as well, I think. Did he? Uh, it's not their fault they do not know the bird song from the radio. It's not their fault they often go to Maidenhead. And talk of sports and makes of cars and various bogus Tudor bars, and daren't look up to see the stars, but belch instead. He just hated everything along the M4. <laughs> He's like, fuck this yeah. M4 corridor. 
Isn't it? So what were, what were we chatting about? We were talking about something specifically, and you met said, "Hold up, hold up, we got we got a record." No, it's just obviously we were talking about uh, Frank was talking about wanting to move out of Slough, mm. obviously for, for for that reason. Um, but what did you want? You went on your phone for something. I went on my phone for the plane, bro. No, we were gonna we were gonna talk about something. Yeah, we were. We were. Like, no, let's wait till you start. I can't remember what it was now. You went, you went on Facebook. Oh shit! Well, I don't know if it's this, but. I'll share with you guys. So, uh, someone that that me and Denny mutually know puts oh, something up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's what. And then it was something else you mentioned about. Okay. To do with the vaccine. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. So, yeah, yeah. so I'll read that. So basically, I fell asleep at five o'clock this morning. I have sleep issues. I woke up at seven. So I get up. I see this post. It's like ten in the morning or something. And the post says, "I am," or I, I read it as, "I'm 100% for mandatory vaccinations, and it should be law." I responded to it saying, I disagree for it from an economic standpoint, plus I like natural selection. He asked me to, you know, validate what I was saying. And I offered up this really long, <laughs> it was like a four point thing about being concerned about a vaccine being rushed to market. You know, the, there's, there's been other serious contributing factors to, to excess deaths that we're not worried about. And that, um, you know, if someone who's clearly vulnerable decides they don't want a vaccine, then fuck them. Like, if they want to die, it's their choice. Why? You know? Yeah, it's not valid. So he then responds, like, maybe you want to read my status again. Well, I'll read it again. It actually said, I'm 100% for mandatory vacations. And that should be law. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, you dumb fuck. Have you had an argument with anyone on Facebook? Why, why are... Bro, troll. all day He's I'm always troll. trolling people. Oh, okay, so you are a troll. I get in, but the <laughs> thing it's is, like, do people argue against him? <laughs> the thing is, though, I will go to war with someone. Like, I had a, I had a argument with this trans person who was talking about the Wachowski brothers, okay. the Wachowski sisters, and I said like the Wachowski brothers made Matrix One and Two, <laughs> and they were like, oh, you're misgendering them. I was like, no, the Wachowski brothers made Matrix One and Two and Three. If there's a fourth one then that will be made by the Wachowski sisters. Right? I'm not misgendering anyone. And they were like, oh, they were born women. I was like, well, I think the dick's in their pants. <laughs> but this person was like going off like a lot of hate. And I was like, listen, you seem to be quite an angry person. I'm genuinely concerned for your well-being. I don't want to carry on this conversation in a public forum because I'm worried about your, your emotional state. If you want to message me privately, feel free to do so. <laughs> I will fuck with people online because it doesn't bother me at all. Like, okay. I, I don't, and I'm open as well. Like, if someone actually makes a decent argument, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, fair, fair point, fair point. You're still a dickhead. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, that's me. So, so you would you typically go on there to sort of just product people to get a reaction as opposed to be the product. Do you know? Sometimes I just see something. I'm like, oh, that's bullshit, yeah. and I just and it's. And I'll just have to call it out and bullshit. Okay, I very rarely am the like the person who comments on something and yeah. then get someone reacting to me. I'll often you don't be like, start the topics either. No, no, no. I'm often like the guy who responds to something that gets said. Like uh, I was, I, I was saying, didn't I? I think we mentioned on the last podcast. Well, I was going to war for Lewis Hamilton on social media. Oh, yeah. So many people cussing him out. What? It's just saying like, oh, he's a talentless hack, and it's it's all the car. He he's actually not that. I'm like. If, if that's the case, his teammate would have won equal yeah. amount of races yeah. Yeah. or more. And like, and obviously we mentioned it the other week about how I, I do personally feel like we're, we're keen to criticise a lot more than we are to, to kind of pat on the back black athletes in, in, in sport. Yeah. Like, you know, 
Mayweather don't get no love. Tyson never got any love. Mm. You know? I can sort of give reasons to why neither of those two people might. Not Frank want to Bruno was always referred to as a like he was always talked down to as being a bit of an idiot and this yeah, that, yeah. So, and it's and you can say that he, you could say that he was and that's fine. But the thing is, these people are also the top of their sport. Yeah. And yet, there, there's and and you know what it happens. Uh, I've probably said it as well, but it happens. Obviously, I've got Scottish background. And uh, David Coulthard was the only Scottish like uh, Formula One driver, mm-hmm. and Andy Murray is the only famous other athlete yeah. really like mm-hmm. high up there at the minute. We did have yeah. Colin McRae, who was obviously the rally driver that yeah. died. Um, and yeah, like whenever Andy Murray loses, you know, oh the Scotsman will be upset with his performance based on today. But whenever he wins, you know, he's British. Yeah. I'm like, you, it, it, it's a bit hypocritical and yeah. I just don't like it and when, when I see stuff like that going towards Lewis Hamilton as well I don't know the guy I don't own anything mm. but and he he does come across a little bit douchey don't get me wrong mm. or a little bit cheesy even yeah but he's, he's the fucking best in the world at the biggest spectator sport in the world yeah like let's give him some props and this is the thing as well when we how for how in this country how we do we overstate our sportsmen like someone will do hardly anything and we're normally jumping oh they should have a knighthood like we've got people who've got knightheads for like coming second and just doing yeah winning one gold medal but like David and Lewis was Hamilton, never the best football player in the world for but, example but he was always boasted about like, oh that's yeah. amazing yeah um, whereas Lewis Hamilton is literally the top of the pile maybe the goat ever yeah like, yeah but okay I feel like I'm going to come here come on I don't rate Lewis Hamilton. Why? As, I don't rate Formula One in general. Okay, okay. You get in a car. Yeah, which, see, that's. Does but this is the thing. Of the work. This is the thing. No, if you don't, if you're not into Formula One, yeah. you won't understand what goes into it. To, to be a Formula One driver, yeah. you have to be, is one of the hardest sports to train for. Not, and you have to be one of the fittest out of all sports. I'm not suggesting that I can hop in the car and do the same thing. Right. I'm just trying to suggest that his car helps him a lot. Everyone's car helps. Them. Everyone's it's car. Like, okay, Are that, you saying he's got the best car? What was that kid at the weekend who hops in his car and? But that that kid is a Formula One driver already. Exactly. And he's also a good prospect. Just like so. This is this is this is the, this is the thing with with these kind of things. Hamilton came in as a prospect and, and fucked up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton champion. came in on his first in his first in his rookie season. He finished, I think, it was a point or two points yeah. above the winner. So a good prospect, a, a good driver. Yeah can come in yeah. and do well. No, George Russell is a good prospect yeah. and he's he's already racing yeah. and he came in and he done pretty well. All, okay, so all I'm saying, if you sort of flip it around, put Hamilton in the worst car, yeah. how's he doing? He's done, he's, he's been in the worst car. Is he going to win? Yeah, of course he would. Is he, is he going to win? No, he's not going to win, he's not going to win the, he's not going to win the, uh, he, the, the, the Formula well. 1 championship, but it will be very competitive. That's like saying, put Messi in, Accrington Stanley, it's not is really, he going to win? It's not, that's a, different, that's a different thing. Why is it? Aquatics and Stanley is a, t- a team full of like 11 players. Right, and F1 is a team sport. But the car is the main thing. Which is done, what, created by the team. Yeah, but on the day, when he's right. on the road, yeah. it's him and the car. Right. Him and the car for like 50 No, it's laps. not. It's strategy, the team, it's how quickly they do their pit stops, it's them making the strategy, Essentially, making the calls. it's the car though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if, it car, the if it was the car, as Lewis said, Lewis Hamilton's teammates yeah, yeah. would also have one more. But it's not if it was the car, there's loads of races that suit other cars better. Sure. Yeah? 
Lewis Hamilton wouldn't win those. If it was the car, Lewis Hamilton, even when he's been in, when he's his first year with Mercedes and when he was with, the, towards the end of his previous team, in the rain, he has always excelled and gone way beyond others, which is yeah. the hardest conditions to race. Yeah. Those, those things wouldn't be there. I just feel like for me, it's difficult to give people props when their car yeah. right, helps them. <laughs> one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. No, wait, 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 one more thing. With the car yeah. is the I understand what you're saying. thing. But one more thing. So who in F1 that has been a top racer hasn't been in the best car? Because that's how you get to the best team and have the best car you by performing well. Okay, maybe if I say it the other way, I think it was more impressive if he was in a shit car and still won. That, for me, would be like, But oh, that right. has happened. Well, I, well, but right. that has happened, but because he is so good, he is picked up by the best teams. Yeah. So, first of all, if you're, if you're the fastest driver on the track, yeah. you don't necessarily have to be in the best car, but because you're the fastest driver, someone that doesn't necessarily know the intricacies of aerodynamics and the, mm. the fuel ratios and all the tires and that they're doing they just go well he's in the fastest car that's why he's the fastest guy yeah it's it's, it's a logical thing to say without knowing all those dynamics mm. and there, there have been times where he's been the fastest guy on the track or maybe not the fastest guy but he but he's he's far exceeding the expectations based on the yeah. performance of his car like he's always done better than his teammate mm. always so and, and also to, to put it into to context, there's only about 100 people on the planet with a Formula 1 license. Like to get a license to, to drive a Formula yeah, 1 car, yeah. you have to be high, high level driver. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a thing they did on Top Gear where they let um, Richard Hammond drive an old generation Formula 1 car. Yeah. And they give him all the coaching. And obviously he's, he's a professional driver. Mm. He has a professional racing license. He went out on the track for hours and hours and hours. He hit full throttle he hit full throttle for like half a second. And it, so it's, it's not an easy thing. I mean, I've driven Formula Fords, which is basically like a, you're, you're in a big go-kart with like a 1.6 litre engine strapped to the back of your chair. And they're, they're as quick as a Lamborghini. They're fucking hard to drive because there's no, on those cars, there's no power steering, there's no ABS. Um, you, it's, it's a weird thing because the engine being strapped to your chair, you're just sitting there like, oh fuck. Fuck, like mm. there's a lot of focus goes into it these guys they they sit there and sweat but the only yeah. reason why they don't piss themselves during a race is because they're so dehydrated yeah they don't need to piss that that comes through their, their skin so i think lewis hamilton said he's he's literally lost 12 pounds in one race mm. that's nuts <clears throat> that's literally like losing a, a large baby <laughs> in like an hour and a half yeah that's, I don't think there's another sport so, that's even But having said that, that, all the other drivers are going through the same shit. Yeah, They're yeah, all yeah. also... Yeah. So it's when, because, because it's seen as, obviously, he's using a machine, mm. it's like, well, he's just operating the machine, isn't it? We all drive so, cars. So, I can drive a car. You can drive a car. Frank can drive... Yeah. Fuck it, I could be Lewis Hamilton. I'll go drive this a car, innit? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Go on, go on, go on. Like I said, I'm not saying what he doesn't mm. do is difficult. Because yeah. it is difficult, and it's a very select sport, and only elite people can do it. All I'm trying to say, for me... It just doesn't feel like an individual level playing field. Like I'm trying to think of another example. Like if you run, yeah, it's just you, pair of trainers. But you can have better trainers, and tra trainers actually do add performance. I get that, but yeah. how much of a performance are they going to enough? Add when you're talking millis a milliseconds, enough to make a difference. I just I feel like also a lane selection. They've actually literally banned the certain types of trainers. Okay, I'm just talking, I'm talking about a general like hundred meter race. 
Yeah, including 100 meters. Yeah, what I'm saying is, if Delta is purest form, you've got spikes, yeah. and you've got 100 meters, a man physically has to run that with a car. Yeah. I just feel like the, the advantage that a car engine provides. But everyone's got that. Feel... Everyone's yeah. got a car. It's like, sorry. How about, how about this? How about tennis, but no one gets a racket? Because the racket is help, isn't it, right? It's help, so but it's not that much help. Like you can't, <laughs> for example, if there was like, I don't know, what, 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 for example, what's the best car, would you say? What, what do you mean? What, what's, what's the shittest car in Formula One? So, so in Formula One, there's a spec yeah, yeah. that the cars have to be met with. Yeah. Then the engineers and the team obviously can, can do things with regards to downforce. And this is what I'm saying. People saying, oh, Lewis Hamilton's in the best car. It's not true. There's different states. So Lewis, my understanding is Lewis Hamilton's car, because even I think it's downforce, they have an advantage when they're going around corners. But on a straight, they're not necessarily the fastest. Right? There's, there's, um, and there's various things like there's various things like that. So there's certain races throughout the year where it's like this track is suited better to this team um, because of the way their car's configured. But most of the time, Lewis Hamilton will still win. There was a, there was a race where they qualified like sixth, and their car was by far were like nowhere near the better. And this was recent, probably in the last three or four races, and he still managed to win. Like it, when you when you when you listen to the people who are around him. So who's the guy who beat him? Uh, Nico Rosberg. Yeah. Nico Rosberg quit afterwards. Right, he won his one championship. I think it was there maybe for four seasons. That was when we were one... see as well. Yes. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. So if you listen, if you watch what he had to do to change his life to win that one championship against Lewis Hamilton, it's nuts. Okay. In terms of there's there's things like for every for every um, kilogram of weight you have or half kilogram of weight, mm. it's zero point zero one seconds, and they're literally trying to strip the thing. Lewis Hamilton is so meticulous in going and understanding and every single thing um about the track and how to improve and he's had to do that since he was a kid even when you watch the interviews and like you know they have racing lines yeah and his dad and like the racing the, the, the breaking point is at one point and his dad's saying go two meters further and they're literally working out new lines and studying things that the general consensus isn't agreeing with and they're being successful did you watch top gear when he'd done their his his lap in the main? he smashed he the, smashed the, it and um, Stig, um, obviously the comment was through thing. He didn't have the best time, but it, he'd done it in the wet. And they said, I think, was it 10 seconds you're supposed to take no, off or 20 no, seconds? No, it's like four seconds. It's not a long track, but it was like... No, if you do it in the rain, you take off... Four seconds. Oh, four seconds. But, but he was only he was only like one second off the off record. The, off the record. So he would have beat the record on a short track yeah. in three seconds. And that's, like, and that's again, like that's just Michael the car. Schumacher, Sebastian everyone Patel. who's done that. So that's what I'm saying. Like he's clearly, he clearly adds more and does. Add. Anyway, go on. Go okay. On. So my last point I'll say is yeah. that just out of interest, if yeah. they all had the same car, yeah, yeah, would it not be a fair indication of who's a better driver? That's it, what it would. Exactly. That's what it would. But but there's still enough experts around who watch the race regularly and say the best drivers are these three. That's yeah. fine. Well, so that's, those three would could, still be the ones who win. You could put. You can put Lewis Hamilton in the worst car on the track, mm. and let's say let's say in the best car on the track it takes him a minute fifty six to get around the track. In the worst car on the track it takes him a minute fifty five. Yeah. Which in racing terms is is a huge. It's, it's one second around like a three mile course. Mm. So he's he's able to to wring out more out of his car than a lot of other drivers. Yeah. And earlier on in his career, he made a lot of mistakes in terms of like. He used to drift around corners, but at Monaco, it's bare time to kick the back end out, and he'd destroy his tires. Yeah, and that's and 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 earlier on his career, people were like, oh, he's exciting to watch. Yeah, but 
He's, he's very unorthodox. And that's what it is. It's, it's all so. that kind of tyre management. It's all the stuff he just does better than everyone else. Yeah. There's, there's literally where he didn't where, always do. Better. No, he didn't. He didn't. There's literally where if you when you're watching it and they're like, how the reason he wins? Let's say they do like forty to seventy laps, depending on on the thing. He essentially does the most amount of laps with the least amount of errors. When we're talking milliseconds, if you've gone off that line just ever so slightly, you lose two milliseconds. Or you, if you, if two you, tenths. two tenths of a second and things like that. He goes around the track making the least amount of errors, and generally that's why he wins. Do you know the the other athlete that I think is kind of comparable in terms of like how they change their trajectory was Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. When Ronaldo yeah, was yeah. at Man United, everyone was like, "He's so exciting to watch." Yeah. But motherfucker can't score. Yeah. He can't pass for shit. It's, I think his doesn't... last two seasons he started really yeah. scoring. Yeah. But, yeah. But when he first got there, everyone was yeah. like, "He's exciting, but he's yeah. fucking useless." Yeah. And Hamilton was exciting. He wasn't useless, but yeah. he was he was good. Yeah. But he was nowhere near where he is now. And obviously, Ronaldo's like refined himself mm. to be this iconic football player. And Hamilton's done the same thing in, in Formula yeah. One. I just think it was, um, yeah. Obviously, we get a little bit sidelined on the whole Hamilton thing. But he, he's good. He's good. Um, go. Yeah, probably. Speaking of goats, did you guys watch the the Tyson? Um, I didn't watch it. I heard about it. But on, the, on that note, though, have you seen what Poop Mayweather was fighting? Yes. Don't tell me he's fighting Jake Paul, it's not done. Logan Paul, Logan, isn't it? Logan Paul. His older brother. Logan Paul? No, who's, Logan Paul's who's the... professional boxing record Logan Paul's the... The older one. one. He's fighting the older one? Yeah. yeah. The taller one? Yeah. I thought heavier. Jake Paul's the one who just beat up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Pauls are just in it to make money, you know? Yeah. Why is he fighting so, it? Let me just... <laughs> do you, what is Logan Paul's professional boxing One and oh. No, no, two and two O. Two and O. Two and O. No, two losses. O and two. Yeah. No, no, sorry. It's sorry, one. It's O one and two. First one was a draw, wasn't it? Oh yeah, first one was a draw. And, yeah, O yeah, one yeah. and one. Yeah. So he's got zero wins, one draw, one loss on his records. Yeah. That old one. Yeah. The younger one. There's a weight advantage. There. The younger one is O and two. Oh, sorry, two, two and O. Yeah. Wow. It's how easy it's to get a fight. It's, it's, it's mad, bro. It's mad. And you think like all these boxing people when Conor McGregor was fighting Mayweather, like, oh, this takes the piss to the. Yeah. Conor McGregor was. One of, at the time, considered to be the best striker in the yeah, world yeah. At, at, a, at a striking sport, at a martial art, yeah. right? Fair enough, it's not boxing, but he was the best at a type of striking. Yeah. Jake and Logan Paul are YouTubers. To be fair, apparently, Jake has actually been working on it for like the last two, three years. Yeah. He's actually been training. Did you see his fight the other day? He was whack. Who? Both of them were rubbish. <sighs> Nate Robinson was disgusting. No, yeah, of course. He literally ran in head first. Do, do you know he didn't do but, any sparring in preparation? Did he? Like, but Nate, Nate um, not Nate, uh, the, the younger one, Jake, was still, he still went boxing great. No. I think if he fights against other non-boxers, he will probably be the better compared to... Uh, yeah, yeah. Based yeah, yeah, on the yeah, fact yeah, that he's yeah, putting yeah. more time and effort yeah, He is yeah, dedicating yeah. himself to it. You got no, he is. Like him and KSI, that would be an interesting fight. So KSI thought he was. Oh, I wasn't watching for YouTube. KSI, well. KSI can't box either. Like you watched that KSI and Logan. That, yeah. that fight was shit. It was. It was. And but the thing is though, there is some entertainment value when yeah. you have two people that are similar skill level. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. don't have to be amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. if you got two shit guys, but they're swinging. It's yeah. like, oh, who's gonna get yeah. See, And this is the thing with everyone going on about Jake Paul. I haven't seen him sparring, but he hasn't shown no skills in his. I've seen both of his fights. The first one. Um, was against was KSI's younger brother, and no. that was rubbish. No, no, he's fought KSI twice. 
No, no Jake, a, Jake Paul. Jake Paul for yeah, KSI's younger brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he so. fought his younger brother, and that was a rubbish fight. This one, he's now been training consistently, yeah. but the other guy was so rubbish. Nate was so rubbish. We didn't get a chance to, to see, see his skills. if he could box. Yeah. So, I don't, why is Mayweather doing that? Is it a stupid question to ask? Who would actually win between Mayweather and him? Because only reason I ask because he's taller. Nah, Mayweather would in win. a boxing match. Yeah. He will kick the fuck out of them. It's, and here's the thing, right? Like, I, I was actually having this conversation with someone the other day. You know, obviously, right, I teach Taekwondo. Yeah. But I, I learned Taekwondo from a very good instructor, a very good school. I, I trained with people, like, I trained with Letelo Mohammed, who's obviously an Olympic silver medalist now. Yeah. You know, um, I've been trained, I've trained with Aaron Cook, who, who was a two-time world champion. Um, so yeah, and I, I competed all, all around Europe and all around the world, wherever, right? So I've, I've done it at a high level, right? So I say to people, you know, I teach martial arts, nigga. I used to do karate. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and? It's the same thing, isn't it? No, it's not the fucking same thing. That's like you going up to Gordon Ramsay saying, I can make a fucking cheese sandwich, mate. <laughs> it's not this, we're not doing the same thing. Yeah. You're playing checkers, I'm playing chess. Yeah. It's, the, the, the analogy I gave this person the other day is, imagine going up to like a, a surgeon and going, what are you doing with my hours? I can take a fucking temperature. I can be a doctor. What are you doing? Shit. I've played operation. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's not the same thing. So when you talk about, oh, you know, this, this guy's been training boxing, dedicated it for the last two, three years, mm. you know, and he's had two professional fights. Floyd Mayweather has been boxing since he was, you've got to bear in mind, his dad was a professional boxer. Oh, yeah. He and grew up cool. in a boxing gym, right? Yeah. He had God knows how many amateur fights for 50 professional fights against some of the top fighters. Of, he beat the shit out of Canelo Alvarez, who's yeah, now yeah. considered to be one of the best pound for pound fighters yeah. of, of current time, right? Manny Pacquiao, everyone's like, oh, he's a destroyer. Floyd was like, yeah, come in, come yeah. on, let me show you some shit. Hit my shoulder 47 times, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> and that's what's gonna happen with Logan Paul. Yeah. Logan Paul is gonna come in there, punch him in the shoulder a bunch of times and get, and get peppered. Yeah. If he's conditioned, he won't get stopped. But that if was his problem last time. He gassed yeah. out both yeah. the fights, Logan. Uh, Logan Paul. Yeah, if he if he's conditioned, he, he but yeah, he's not he's not going to be conditioned. And the thing is, you, it's it's such a weird thing. Like I've I fought this guy. Um, I I was in Germany at a tournament. And mm. I fought this guy. He I can't remember if at the time he was number one or number two in the world, but he's Korean national team, right? And I was, you know, in the moment I was like, shit, okay, this is serious. This is serious. Mm. Stepped on the mat and I felt like my feet were like glued to the mat. That's exactly I like, what I was just about to say. The, the level here is yeah, high. That's exactly what I was just about I, to I'm, say. I'm, luckily, I managed to snap out of it. And yeah. it was a, I did lose a match, but it was a really close match and yeah. I, I gave a good account of myself. So I wasn't fussed about it. But if, you know, I've, I've dedicated my life to doing combat sports, mm. right? I can comfortably, and I, I walk around at probably about 170, 175 pounds. So, so that's, I think that's uh, the, the weight at the, uh, the younger brother is walking around that. The oh. older one's even heavier. But I know if I stood in a boxing ring with Floyd Mayweather, he will dismantle me. Yeah. You, if you say any striking allowed, yeah. I'll fuck him up. Yeah. Right. But you put boxing gloves on and say Queensbury rules, I'm getting mugged. Yeah. It will be embarrassing. And I think this is the thing because particularly like the fact that he's, I mean, what from the times when we've seen him, he's basically run out of steam far too early even if you train and you do you know you do your 12 by i mean they won't be 12 rounds but you do your 12 by three minutes yeah. 
It's exactly what Lewis just said. Once you step in that ring, adrenaline kicks in. The adrenaline kicks in, that yeah. nervous energy. You can't train for that, that's experience. Is there a world in which, on fight night? Can I say no? Already? Logan Paul <laughs> yeah. catches Mayweather yeah, yeah, yeah. and mean, looks him out. Is there a world where that is. It, I don't, I don't. Because he's taller and he's heavier. Yeah, yeah. So therefore he's he should be packing bigger but, punch. That's what but Connor but, was taller and heavier than, than Floyd. And he, like, people. people this Connor a bit more than they should. He, I, I feel like you should rate him. He landed more more punches on Floyd than anyone in ten years before. He he landed more punches on Floyd than Pacquiao did. And people people go, oh no, Floyd let him. Floyd does not let anyone hit him, right? Connor caught him with a clean uppercut. I think it was in the third or fourth round. Actually, like knocked Floyd. Didn't didn't stun him, but it was clean. Ten percent more power. Maybe yeah. it, maybe it rocked him. Maybe it drops him ten percent more power. But. In that moment, Connor wasn't confident enough to throw that with all his power yeah. because the angles and the shit that, that Floyd does. Logan is going to go in there and he'll throw some big heavy punches and Floyd will cut the distance down, he'll step inside, he'll work from, from distance, yeah. and he'll, he'll just get gassed. There is a chance he lands on him. It's, it's possible. The thing is as well though, what you've got to take into consideration is also just technique and experience. Like, someone who is i don't know how what level logan paul is but his weight and his height just off the bat like if you just took him on the street his current thing and then you took a, a seasoned boxer who's lighter who's mayweather mayweather's gonna still box harder because he's got the right technique he's got his swing he's got the speed he knows exactly what he's doing i mean it's like sometimes you can watch ufc and you see big guys now the, the punching's terrible like it's just all swings and or if you see the average street fight when people have got their fists like they're trying to do dog paws or something yeah. like it don't matter how big they are if they've got that proper technique and 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 stuff right where just that having the right technique which particularly doing boxing with yourself frank lately um makes yeah, such a difference too, frank, huh? just in the park so okay so logan paul mm -hmm. may potentially weigh 22 kg more than over yeah. he stands at Maybe because I think maybe it was like one point seven three meters. Okay. Logan Paul is one point eight. Let me. Let me so that's give, like fifteen cent. I'm. Yeah. You know, I'm just. Let me give you another context. Yeah. Cool. I'll give you an actual example. When I was about seventeen, mm. this guy came down to uh, to to Future to, to Taekwondo Club, and uh, he he was he was in his maybe mid to late thirties mm -hmm. and he was chatting to my coach and he was saying you know I've, i did box professionally for a little bit not for long only had like four four professional fights but i had a decent amateur career whatever the, the, and uh the guy was like because like yeah you know so so i know i, I do know how to fight whatever fine he was a heavyweight he was, he was like six two solid build guy i was a 17 year old kid i used to fight at minus 58 kilos at that point my coach was like, all right, go spar with that kid over there, see if you can hit him. Couldn't hit me. Right? And and he was he was boxing and I was doing taekwondo, right? He couldn't hit me. And obviously he's he's doing his his sport yeah. and he's got a massive weight advantage. Uh, he's trying to cut down the distance and throw punches, this, that, and the other, but we're we're not on the same level. Like it's, I'm trying to think of like a better way to, to, to give it no, like there's always a chance mm -hmm. there's a chance that he lands something but that 22 kilo weight advantage that is quite a lot actually but it is actually not going to help him because when you punch and you miss you get tired quicker yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and he's going to miss a lot yeah he and and he's, he's good like obviously don't get me wrong 
and I was here, eat my words. There's a chance he might. But even do you know what? I literally, I, I think has I, never been dropped, right? That's what I'm saying. So even if he three drops body Floyd, shots, I think could be over. Three body shots to to, to Logan. Yeah. Even if he even if he hits even if he hits Floyd and knocks him down, mm. Floyd's got so much chin left on him, mm. right? He'll get up and he'll go, okay, level two. Yeah. yeah and then that's it. And then he'll he'll start he'll start taking the piss out of him. Bear in mind, he fought um, the. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. I can't remember if it was Morales or someone. Someone that he he fought rocked him mm. earlier in his career, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" I don't. know, Maybe it was Mosley. Um, and then no, he fought like, Mosley towards the end. Hmm? I think he fought Mosley towards the end of his I career. Know, but but he rem- whoever this is I'm talking about, he rematched him. Yeah. They had a close Martin fight. Martin Morales. Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, he yeah. rematched the guy, yeah. and he just. Figured him out and dismantled him. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. After you give him a few couple of rounds, and that's a professional. Yeah. Never mind. That's what he did to Connor. Yeah. And Connor was a heavier guy, yeah. taller guy, longer range. Mm. Connor is a very technically good striker. This yeah. is why, like people, um, people didn't give Connor enough credit, not just for his performance that he, that he did put in against Floyd, mm. but even just when he was coming up through his UFC career, people were going, oh, he got lucky with that punch against yeah. Aldo. Yeah. You watched him in the back before the fight, practicing this shift back left left straight that he caught Aldo with. Yeah. You watch him when he fought um, uh, Alvarez, and he's beating the fuck out of Alvarez, dropped him like four or five times in one round, standing with his hands behind his back, yeah. just clowning him. And Alvarez was a world champion who yeah, beat yeah. the fuck out of Rafael dos Santos like a few months before. Yeah. And, and he was a high, high-level guy, but Connor was just able to just take the piss in his field. Yeah. Logan Paul has not been able to take the piss out of anyone in any kind of combat sport. Apparently, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, he was a, he was a high, either high school or college, like, yeah. high-level wrestler. Yeah, but not, not like NCAA. No, no. Like, you know. No, not that kind of wrestling. No, like, like proper, proper, like, like proper, legit, yeah, proper yeah. legit wrestling. So he's, he's definitely... He's definitely an athlete. An athlete. But do you oh, know what? The thing is as well. Nate Robinson was a freak athlete as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man got flat lines. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't, the thing is as well, like, <laughs> how, how many people in the world can you even spar with to prepare for a, May- a Mayweather fight? Yeah. It's... Do you know what it reminds me of? Thinking that you can outdrive Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These were, yeah, yeah. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logan can punch. Floyd can punch. Yeah. You know, Logan's got more weight. He's got this, but they're not. It is the same thing, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a different world. Same, it's same, but different. Same, yeah. Same, different. To move on, don't know if you guys are aware, right? Obviously, there's been a lot of protests this year. Yeah. You know the big. You know the biggest protest of the year. What's the subject that's caused the biggest protest this year in terms of participation? I'm gonna say Black Lives Matter. What do you reckon? Um, not wearing masks. Okay. Both wrong. The uh, the the current protest. Oh, in India. Over India yeah. Oh yeah. Well, India's got better people. <laughs> no, uh, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Global, yeah. Pro- global yeah. protests. Um, what is what was it? So tell me what this is about. Right. I did see it, but I hadn't. I only saw it today. Actually. It up. actually, I asked someone on my one of my friends commented on it, and I'd I'd done a little bit of research into it. And it was one of those things where I think this person thought I was trolling because <laughs> I asked the question. I was like, "What's so bad about it?" You know. Yeah. And this guy went in, and he was like, "Nah, bro, it's like this is like this." And I was mm. like, "Okay, well, thanks for clarifying because I actually didn't know that much about it. I just knew media reports." So what's happened is, so the Indian government they do a lot of shady shit, right? Yeah. Modi is 
dodgy bastards, basically. Yeah. Um, Trump's mate, isn't it? Yeah, like there was a thing they did years ago where um, I think they changed all the currency. Like they 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 issued new currency. Yeah, they mm. said right, all this currency, every note, every denomination of note, we we're getting rid of it. So you had people that had been storing cash mm. that was going to be useless, worthless. Right. And then they restricted how much you could pay into banks. So they wiped off millions and millions and millions of wow. not even rupees, like in equivalent of, of pounds. Um, from people's savings, from so some of it they they were basically doing it to combat illegal like money laundering and stuff. But to some extent, they they fucked over a lot of people that just had cash savings, and a lot of in Indians in India have cash savings rather than like, money in banks. But anyway, this issue is around um, some law, some legislation that they're changing for farmers, specifically in Punjab. And at the minute. Uh, Punjabi farmers are protected by uh, trade uh, trade laws that um, they mean that you can basically the government uh, negotiates your trade deal for you. There's minimum uh, pricing structure set out. So and uh, and also like companies can't buy certain products from outside of that market, and they're not allowed to store more than a certain amount either. So it guarantees that the Indian farmers. Are able to to stay in business and it doesn't keep them rich by any means but it just means that they're not getting fucked over right you got to bear in mind a lot of farmers they're fifth sixth tenth generation yeah. in India it's a very common thing that you just inherit the job that your father did yeah yeah uh, to the point where it's a problem like when I was in India there's um we drove past this we're driving down the road and there's this fucking awful smell like the worst smell of them and it was like a it's like a a waste disposal site for dead animals and they didn't bury them they just piled them up and there was some guy working there and I, I see him like just fucking hauling dead animals around and I'm like fucking that's a like that's his job he's like yeah that was his dad's job and that was his dad's job and that'll be his son's job wow like, fuck man I would not want my son to carry on that job but anyway so the, the problem is these farmers they're not highly educated guys they just grew up on a farm like learn how to farm so they're not in a position to negotiate trade deals right. and, and form unions and, and stuff like that. So what's going to happen is once the, the market gets open, because the, the Indian government's looking at removing these layers of protection that they've got, the market's going to get opened up. People are going to buy from abroad. They're going to undercut them. And these guys are going to go out of business. And what's going to end up happening is the Indian government's going to come and buy up all the land off them. Because the Indian government generally being run by Hindu, well not even generally, it's run by Hindus. They all fucking hate Sikhs, they hate Muslims. There's a lot of shit going on, even uh, Muslims in India at the minute aren't particularly safe. There's a lot of them yeah, that have had to take refuge in, in Sikh temples. And the, the weird thing is, if you look at the history of India, um, during the time of like, the, the Mughal Empire, which was obviously when uh, the, the, the Mughals were like, overrun in India, Hindus were like, not just oppressed, but there was like a a fucking genocide going on and it was the Sikhs that stood up to defend them and actually they also got rid of some proper ill shit that Hindus were doing Hindus used to um, take part in something called pyring which is where if I died my wife would be obligated to step onto the funeral pyre as in like the they'll, they'll pile you up on a, a a bale of sticks and stuff and they burn your body what? Yeah. that's where that's where the term ride or die chick came from yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> 
the wives would have to the wives would be obligated so obligated to, to, to yeah to step onto the funeral which is why even to this day if you ever like notice if you if you're not of indian descent and you happen to know a, an indian couple you'll notice that the wife will take extra care in looking after the husband right <laughs> what an incentive she's got an incentive I to keep that motherfucker alive <laughs> and it, it, a, it was a big thing back in the day because you, you obviously you're not going to want to step onto the funeral part they would force her on it's nah it's your your time is done because women were seen as a burden and there's actually Sikhs that, that got rid of that that stopped that um but yeah and and then you look at you know uh the i think it was called the golden star event i think happened in 1984 where they raided the uh the golden temple you know there, there's been a lot of dodgy shit going on but yeah there's there's been uh there's been a lot of outrage but the the, the fucked up thing is boris johnson in the house of parliament he said i'm deeply concerned at the events that are going on in between india and pakistan Got fuck all to do with Pakistan. <laughs> this guy. As if you said that. He's this such guy. a dickhead. Oh my days. I'm like, what did we do to deserve him? Yeah. Oh, this guy. Um, just before that, we, we we were talking about, or before we went on, we recorded. We were talking a bit about uh, was it the vaccine and how we know you're immune because you've oh, had yes. it before. That was it. Did it start off me asking Lewis? Why are you going to take a vaccine? And Lewis was like, no. No, I ain't taking no goddamn vaccine. Why? They put silver nitrate in it. Why are you taking the vaccine? Because <laughs> he tried it. They're trying to do mind control shit. <laughs> you know, actually, one of my students right now is not allowed to come training. He's, he's tested positive for COVID. He's symptomatic. And I'm thinking, go visit him. <laughs> why? Just, I've got the antibodies. I've had a test for antibodies. antibodies. So if I go and expose myself to him, my body will recognise it fight off and I'll develop even more antibodies. Uh, so so this is the thing. So at the moment, the antibodies, uh, so most, like that's a normal thing, right? You get something normally, you get antibodies, right? Can I just make a request? Go on. When you say antibodies, yeah. can you say antibodies? That's what I said, antibodies. <laughs> like, like proper. <laughs> antibodies, right? The, um, so at the moment, the past victims of COVID, Victims, victims. Wow. Yeah, the people who have had COVID, yeah. it's like they have antibodies, right? COVID. That's that's confirmed. Therefore, you're not going to get it again for like you're very unlikely to get it again within X time. Good. That X we don't yet know. Vaccine, take the vaccine, and you shouldn't get COVID within X time. And again, that X we don't know. Okay. So at the moment, if you've had COVID. We, we can presume the vaccine is going to protect you longer, but we don't know because they're actually saying they don't know how long the vaccine is going to protect you for sure. and if you're going to have to then take it again later. Bear so, in mind, it was less than three months ago that they, they came out and went, oh, this one seems to work. What, of the... Of the this, this vaccine. Yeah. Because if you go back three months, it was they're still working on finding a vaccine that, that is viable. So, yeah, so, so, so there's about 200 vaccines being made and yeah. the vaccines a lot of them so it's weird because it's only it's the safety side of it that they're that they're checking actually creating things saying right we can do this da, 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 da. that's it's, it's now like okay we have to test they you have to test for about fifty thousand people mm. to get it through the state i think there's a certain amount in phase one a certain amount in phase two and i think the phase three is about forty thousand people so i think there's about fifty thousand in total um that they have to go through but there's all sorts there's like there's supposed to be one that's like a, a oral like you pop it like a pill <laughs> like it's nuts <laughs> so 
There's all sorts of stuff coming out. The um, the one that's been uh, the the Moderna one and the Pfizer one. Yeah. They both have to be kept at extremely cold temperatures. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. But and they're also was it mRNA vaccines? So yeah. It, so it's not live virus. It's yeah, not it's, dead virus either. No, nah, it's some weird. Yeah, it's just something where it's like it has the same biomarker yeah. that your body picks up and goes, yeah. aha, and it, it tricks your body into creating the correct antibodies for yeah. it. Um, I'm not like, based on that explanation for yeah. it, I'm not worried about, oh, it's going to do this to me, it's going to do yeah. that to me, you know. But ultimately, if I've got an opportunity to be Brad Pitt in World War Z, yeah. <laughs> right, where yeah. everyone else be You're getting sick, it. but I'm all right. I'm, Listen, I'm, I'll tell you the thing, right? It reminds me, not well, do you know what I was thinking of the wrong fucking movie? Will Smith, I Am Legend. Oh, I Am Legend. Because that wasn't that a drug in that movie. Like, they released a new drug, and then there were side effects, and it started the disease, and then everyone caught the disease, and yeah. then it fucked up. Wait, are you going to take it, Frank? Uh, I won't be the first. Okay. Um, we'll see how it pans out. How it pans out. I'm going to see Boris Johnson do it live on TV. Live. And all these other leaders that apparently would do it live on TV is okay. actually bullshit. Um, have you seen the uh, the Russian one? Oh. Sputnik Five. Taking the piss. No, no, that's what they called it. The fuck? Yeah. yeah it's apparently got 95% efficiency or something. But apparently, yeah. they've only trolled on like a small amount of people yeah. and just sort of rushed it out. And they're forcing them to keep up with the, um, you know, keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. So God knows what the, what the um, implications of that would be. But, but so just out of interest, um, would you, would you, would you recommend people that are more vulnerable than who haven't had it to take yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so if you haven't taken so, it. So here's the thing, right? Um, I actually, sorry to repeat myself, people, if you've been listening, you've heard me say this before, but I went on the Office of National Statistics website because the, the common figure that's put, that gets put out is that something like 75 or 80% of COVID victims, fatalities in particular, are above the age of 65. Great. But if you actually look at that, they, they break it down in five-year charts, so 65, 70, 75, mm. The majority of those deaths, 80% of those figures, are actually above 80. Yeah. But when you say, instead of saying 70% of all COVID deaths are above 65, if you said 60% of all COVID deaths are above 80, people would go, why do I need to give a shit then? If, if the, like, a large portion of those deaths are people who are living past the average life expectancy in this country anyway. Yeah. Why are you concerned about having <laughs> man. Life expectancy in the UK is 79, bro, for men. Just so yeah. could, could one sort of look at your statement saying that they're probably sh- lucky to be alive anyway? Listen, mate. My granddad, <laughs> my granddad died, I think he was either 71 or 69, I think, when my, my granddad died, right? He had prostate cancer. And he, towards the end, refused chemo. And even though they said that he could, he could survive. And he was like, "Why would I want to live a miserable life yeah. where I can't enjoy what I am?" And he used to take the piss out of elderly people and call them coffin dodgers. <laughs> He's like, "Your the best days of your life are done, right?" And and to put it into context, when people talk about wanting to like live a long life, they're not talking about. They don't realize we're not talking about. No one wants to live to one hundred and twenty. But they want to be as young and healthy as possible yeah, for as yeah, long as possible. Yeah. You want to extend out the good years of your life, yeah. not the bad ones. I don't don't want to sound like a prick, but obviously older people like there's a there's someone that actually a friend of mine he lost his grandmother in law this just this last week to COVID slash pneumonia, and immediately you're like oh, that's terrible. You know, any any loss of life mm. is isn't great. 
but this woman was 81 years old and she'd been bedridden with illness for nearly 10 years anyway. And personally, I would not want someone that I love to suffer a, a life like that for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so do I think that we've overreacted? Yeah. Especially when in 2017, 44,000 additional deaths occurred as a result of winter. We weren't prepared for winter that year. No one said winter was coming. So, <laughs> so, so 44,000 additional elderly people died to the normal figure. And you didn't see us going, fuck, there's a pandemic of deaths due to, due to cold weather. Just out of interest, have you had your prostate checked? Do you know what? I was having this conversation. Ah. I have not. So I don't, will not. I hear so, it. Go ahead, go ahead. Alright, I'll, I'll, do you know I know what you're going to ask and I've already got the answer. No, the, I, I've heard that you should start getting it checked in your late 30s. Right. As you're the oldest person here, yeah. I'm kind of waiting for you to do it okay. first. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. Before I... So, listen, listen, so listen. So, so I think, I, I don't know if I said to you. So, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, yeah. I believe, was diagnosed at either 38 or 39. Mm. So that did get me thinking, yeah. and I've always said in my head, when I turn 40, I'm going to start going for full health screenings every six months. Um, so anyway, this week on Wednesday, I went for the ultrasound okay. on my testes. And um, it was interesting. It was interesting. But yeah, I didn't get it in six months. No, no, no. That's not like a... No, 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 no. That's basically... Did they they for your birthday for did, did that? Did they rub the gel on they your put, nuts? Yeah, nah, they put the gel on the thing and they put it on your nuts. They was like, hold your penis up to a 12 o'clock thing. So you have to kind of hold it up. Yeah. So kind of hit my chin a bit. Why is it on your chest? Relax. <laughs> and then, <laughs> he's like, I just tucked it into my belly. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and then basically they're, they're just moving your balls with this cold yeah. thing on gel and like getting the ultrasound in. They're obviously looking up on the screen and you're just relaxing. Did you get a chubby bro? So after she's doing it for about a few minutes, then she, she starts going, right, the lady's gone to me, right. I want you to tense, like you're going for a poo-poo or a number two. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so now... I'll pay good money to poo. This is what I'm saying. So now, I'm trying to like tense and then after about the third time, I'm shouting the past wings. So now I'm trying to tense and push out at the same time and trying to keep in this fart. And I'm just like, this ain't gonna go too well. But luckily, she finished just in time. As soon as I got out there and I was outside, I had to let it go. <laughs> no, yeah. So when she's asking to do that, because mm. when she's like, that's like your perineum, really, that you're you're tensing, yeah, a little bit. What's she what's she checking there? I don't know. She's I don't know. Joke. She couldn't. She could have been having joke. That's what I was thinking. Because after a while, I was like, How's that what's that doing? Then, do you know what? Like you you know, there's that thing you see in particularly in American movies, mm. where the doctor will come around and he'll grab your nuts and be like, cough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you cough, obviously you're tensing that lower part right. of your body, so there might be something to do with that. Obviously I'm not a doctor, bro. <laughs> I have played operation. <laughs> so, uh, some years back, I had to go to the doctor. I was like just a bit worried about, not worried, but like, uh, what's the word? Concerned. Concerned. Concerned about something. And it was one of those things, every time I was going to the doctor, they're telling me it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. So they're saying, right, so we have to do this check, so we have to do this check. And it did get to um, the point where, basically, they, they this mad thing, like, they basically numbed my urethra, that's the hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. With putting some, yeah, yeah. Mate, so they put this, oh, they put this yeah, gel in there first, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it just numbed it, and then they put the camera in there, <laughs> and they put the air, it's like, the mad thing is though, 
the screen's right there, so I can see this camera coming inside of me. looking down this yeah. tube. <laughs> sort of thing. That was bare weird. And then afterwards, he was like, so he told me, like, obviously doing a prostate check and that. And he was like, we don't have to, but we'll recommend it. It's just, you know, you're here. We might as well do a thorough check. We're already checking this. And yeah, they was just like, okay. What's your best then? Yeah, I had it done once before, oh. and it's it's so uncomfortable. You just never want you don't want to look at that doctor after it. Two fingers. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, at that to, point, up to the wrist. <laughs> at that point, I wasn't looking at the screen. <laughs> did you maintain contact? Oh, did they did they end the screen? No, that wasn't that wasn't. Okay, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't, you think no. about yeah. But probably I'm gonna probably by the time I'm forty or whatever. Okay, to be honest, I went to the doctor once and about my junk, mm. and it was where. Do you remember Sustin? Who used to come training? I know something with He's a French guy. He used to he used to wear a weighted vest under his uniform. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His fucking head, yeah. right? He lifted me off my feet with a kick to the balls once. Ooh. Right? You know, like I'm very respect. I've I've always been like very diligent, diligent, diligent mm. with training. Right? Yeah. I've never break rules. He kicked me up the nuts, right? And I stopped, and I just like put my hand out, and I walked. This was at Brickwell. I walked just outside those double doors into the foyer area. Yeah. I dropped on my knees and I just went, fuck. <laughs> and then I blacked out. Oh, I lost contact. I was in so much pain, I passed out. Not for long. I know it wasn't for long because when I got back up, stood up, like, ah, oh, trying to like feel that they were still there, I turned around and he was on his knees in the middle of the court waiting for me to come back. And coach was like, yeah, come back, you're finished. <laughs> <laughs> Made me finish the fight. No Three weeks later, I still had bruising on my testicle, Ooh. right? Still. And I was like, nah, nah, this can't be right. And I was, I called my doctors, made an appointment for a week after that, and I still had bruising then. And I was like, listen, man, like, check me out, son. Check me out. I don't want the swelling to go, <laughs> but the bruising. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. But yeah, man. So, and to be honest, I used to joke as well. Like, I'd be like, I've been hitting the nuts so many times in my yeah. taekwondo career. I'm not sure. Oh, like I genuinely had concerns. I wouldn't be able to have kids. Even now, I look at my kids. I'm like, mm. you look a bit like my neighbour. You know, <laughs> <laughs> look a bit too much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, but yeah, I'm looking. As I said, I'm gonna every six months. I'm looking to just get a full. You know, you know there's that body. there's that uh, urban legend. Oh, can I come out for that next one? <laughs> <laughs> there's that urban legend kind of thing about. Um, you can ejaculate oh, yeah, while yeah. getting a prostate. Yeah. Apparently, no, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. No, 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 okay, no. I, I know, a, I know a guy who goes and gets his he, because he's got ongoing health problems. Mm. He has his, his check like every two months. Okay. And he's and he actually asked the doctor because he'd heard that and he's yeah. like, I, I do ten of these a day. No one's ever. No one's ever. No one's ever. Some people go there just for a specific reason. <laughs> um, I think because it's quite important to yeah. get the, to to. I feel like when you're growing up, when you're young, you don't really appreciate how important those sort of things yeah. are to check. Yeah, man. Do you know, um, funny enough, like, uh, Nick, um, I was speaking to him years ago about getting um, like life insurance, medical insurance, that kind of stuff. Because mm. I've had it since I was like 23, 24. Oh, wow. yeah. um, when I first started working in banking, I was thinking about like protecting myself financially, losing your income is from ill from ill health is yeah. obviously a huge thing you can't do fuck all about it so should i get diagnosed with cancer and i'm not able to carry on working i'll get a quarter of a million pound oh. but i pay 70 quid a month for that 
and I've been doing it since since yeah. I got twenty three. I hope it never has to pay out. In no, all no. honesty, I hope I'm wasting my money. I spoke to Nick about it when he was about twenty five. I said, you know, like things happen. Maybe you should think. And he was like, do you know, what, bro? God's got my back. Okay, I'm I'm a good guy. I'm, I try and do everything right. I do right by everyone I can. And he is a genuine good guy. Yeah. But just this year, he had an issue. Um, where he could actually hear his pulse all day, every day. It's called uh, pulsating, uh, pulsating tinnitus. It's called. So tinnitus normally is a ringing in your ears, but he can actually just hear his pulse all day. Wow. And when he when he does anything exerting, it gets worse. It gets okay. worse. And when he first went to the doctors, she was like, "You've got high blood pressure. You got this thing. You're you're in a serious high risk of ha- having a heart attack right now." No what? Turned out she was wrong. Okay. But in that moment, he was like, "Oh fuck, I'm not immortal." Mm-hmm. But when you're, in, if you're a guy in your mid twenties, yeah, yeah. you feel invincible. Yeah. Fucking nothing's gonna tear me yeah. down. But then, you know, how many times do you hear about young people mm. getting sick, yeah. dying? It happens. Chadwick Boseman, he's not old. He wasn't an old guy. No. You know, it's a, uh, it's one of them things that we all take for granted too much until it's too late. And then we're like, oh shit, I should have done something yeah, yeah. better for this. Just on the off chance it could happen. And then we hear about something happening to a celebrity or someone mm. that we know. And for a couple of weeks, we think about, like, oh, yeah. I should do something, you know, I should do something. And you forget about it because life's too busy, isn't it? Like, you, you don't really have time for that. Um, In terms of ch- checking your balls, you can do that every day when you're in the shower. Just check your balls. Yeah. It, does yeah. It, it does. I've got huge balls, man. It takes me quite a while. I should get something to help you. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm coming back to why it's too short. Go Just on. talking about the vaccine again. Um, that was one of my, that's what I was going to say, sorry. My thing with it is, so my understanding is the current one anyway, the, yeah. the, the, the Pfizer one, it takes 28 days to, um, work. to work. So in the meantime, you get COVID. So, and you're going to spend a couple of days potentially feeling a bit shit. A bit shit. Okay. I could get COVID Spend a couple more days just, 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 just get out of the way and get out of the way. Yeah. I'll be immune quicker. But how there's a risk, obviously, but But isn't there sort of thinking that if everyone has the vaccine that way that way we know that everyone is protected? Yeah. But we don't know for how long though. That's no, of course, yeah. of course, but obviously because you might have people that might claim to have had it. Mm. Oh no, I don't need the vaccine because I've had it before, yeah, I'm immune. Yeah, yeah. But how are you really going Checking to that, the, the thing is the thing yeah. is though, this virus is not hugely different to other flu viruses that are around it's just it's a new strain mm. when you look at past uh like like spanish flu mm. when spanish flu came along it killed it killed millions of people mm. at a time when the population was like a quarter yeah. not even a quarter yeah, of the yeah. current population yeah. <coughs> there was there was 1.6 billion people i think in the entire planet at mm. that, that, that point and it killed millions of people yeah and yeah. young healthy yeah. people as well Who's dying of Spanish flu these days? No. Do we go and get vaccinated for it? No. Um, so it's it's one of them things where like, yeah, you, you can make a vaccine. What are you gonna do? You're gonna make everyone get vaccinated every year. But like, we accept that people die of seasonal flu. It's not a big deal. Like, don't wanna sound harsh, but we do accept yeah, it. Yeah, but I think that it that is kind of with as well, with with a lot of understanding and awareness and a flu vaccine, although the flu vaccine isn't actually as successful. Yeah. Well, these are more, these are like, 
some of these are bigger than their 90s flus i think is like if it's 60 it's yeah that's great kind of yeah. thing but even then we accept that people are going to die from diabetes yeah. we accept that people are going to die from alcoholism and smoking and we allow that <coughs> right? mm. we're not that concerned with it that we go sorry mate smoking's illegal now we're just not going to let you do it because we don't want you to die alcohol should shouldn't you make it illegal i feel like i feel like there's a lot of understanding about those things and they also so there's almost like a level of control whereas i feel like with this the fact that you can be asymptomatic and pass it on to someone who could then potentially die no you can't why can't you i mean you can do that with the flu as well the who done a study yeah and and they said that it's actually not that was a a, a thing sorry that was a thing that was coming out at the earlier part of the year mm. saying they they believe it's it's highly contagious even during the its yeah. incubation period yeah the who more recently have done studies on people who have tested positive yeah. but are non-symptomatic and exposed them to volunteers who haven't had it okay i'll have seen and things over, where over five thousand people and not one of them tested positive after that for covid i have seen things where there was um something said by the who where they said they don't think symptomatic and subsequently they've done stuff checks and stuff and people do spread it asymptomatically maybe that's, I don't, that's part of the problem isn't it so there's so there's so much they're still learning about it yeah. there's, there's yeah. still a lot to learn and i don't the thing the thing that i find a bit weird at the minute is like people are going i'm a bit concerned this drug hasn't gone through its normal five-year testing period that all the other drugs that we take go through Mm. and it might be fine mm. obviously governments have given pharmaceutical companies not quite impunity mm. from from consequence if they fuck up but from from some degree of um, consequences they've been protected from but that's quite normal it's more so obviously we discussed this before yeah. it's, it's not uh, it's not horrendous what they're doing now mm. they've offered them just a little bit more protection but it's justified as well because they're pushing them to get onto the market as quick as possible yeah so i was i was um i was looking into that and it's it's basically the same so you can see them but it's very difficult it's basically the same as like trying to sue a doctor or trying to sue the police yeah they, they they're more likely more. to get fines yeah but they have a lot like it it's like a doctor can do something it has to be what well, they, they use the term malpractice where he came in drunk yeah. you know what i mean but if he's doing what he's supposed to be doing and something goes wrong like there is a, a large error of, so he won't get in trouble yeah. for that but um yeah tyler was looking into that actually uh, since we since we discussed it um but it's i don't know it's i think that is some of the things that like like there hasn't been enough transparency is there really for people to just know rather than again these yeah. kind of conversations um so you're not taking them well to tell the truth i hate going to the doctor mm-hmm. right as i said my six every six months whatever i need to i do but no i, sh- I shouldn't say that i don't hate going to the doctor i hate being inconvenienced yeah, <laughs> i hate filling out forms i hate long things like that right so my thing is if i have to go let's say I want to go to Thailand. And they say you can't go unless you're, you need to get a get a fit. I'm gonna run and get it because now it's, it's gonna it's a conven- it's a it's a convenience. It's not an inconvenience. But before that, I'm like uh, I don't want to have to queue up and then go a second time and you yeah. know like it just sounds so. If it was just one thing, this is why I'm waiting for the pop the pill, mate. Send me that in the post. Like, pop that pill and I'm good. But even then, do you do you think it's the best thing in the world to just get vaccinated for every illness that comes or comes your way? No, no, no. I don't. I don't. Uh, and this is what I mean. Like I'm not. 
I'm not looking and rushing to necessarily get it, but at the same time, if if um, as I said, if there were certain reasons as to why, like when we go on holiday, sometimes they say if you're going to Thailand, get such and such yeah. uh, vaccinations. If you're going to certain countries in Africa, you have to get such and such vaccinations. So to me, it would almost be like this. It would almost be the same, right? It would be like. It's like if New Zealand right now, like they've got no cases, we've got loads, and they said, if you're not coming over us giving us it, you need to make sure you've got yeah, a vaccine. Yeah. vaccine. Mm. I'd be like, cool. I understand that. I understand why, why, why I'm taking it. Yeah. But no, I mean, I don't go for the flu vaccine every year. I don't need to. Um, yeah. You know. So uh, one thing on, on COVID, I read this the other day, I thought I'd save it so we can bring it up now. London's coronavirus infection rate is higher higher than dozens of other tier three areas yeah. after twelve percent rise in one week. I was hoping Jordan didn't see this article. Why? I'll <laughs> make oh, it kept going. London's got way more people, population, and why are they tier three? It's a scam. So I would say that it's about it's about numbers per hundred thousand, right? It's not just about overall population. It's about infections per hundred thousand. Yeah. They'll say, nah, London's London's thing, and I was like, oh shit, now this has come up. And that's the thing, right? A, a, a big part of this that I don't like is the hypocrisy of it. Mm. It's like, why are you forcing everyone to get vaccines? Vaccinate the vulnerable, you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I, I do think that. I do think right? that. And I, then I, I, with I this, it's like the whole thing of the, the 10 pm curfew. Yeah. Don't make sense because now everyone's rushing to go out yeah, for dinner yeah. before 10 pm yeah. when they are going out. And you've done this thing about um, that thing they did in the summer about getting people to go back to restaurants. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're saying eat out to help out, but be in and out before 10. Mm. So all the restaurants are trying to get as many people through the door Someone's as possible. really busy. Yeah. Mm. And this whole thing of like, oh, you have to have a substantial meal to order a pint now. Mm. You, alcoholics will just go, listen, give me a steak and chips. And I'll sit there and let that go cold. <laughs> yeah. And I'll order a pint after yeah. pint after pint after pint. Yeah. And have myself a merry good evening. And that's mm. it. It might cost me an extra 10 quid for steak and chips because like Weatherspoons will do steak and chips for a tenner I'm sure yeah um, so yeah I was going to say it was recently they came out and said a scotch egg counted as a substantial meal of course it does so that's what people are, yeah. are ordering with alcoholic beverages. scotch egg scotch egg companies are like laughing right now because <laughs> yeah, their sales yeah. are going through the roof yeah yeah do you think that's what Boris will do then he'll just he'll just ensure that the elderly and the most vulnerable no. have to take it. He's ordered 40 million vaccines and the country's population is only 60 million. Ah. Uh, what? 65, nearly 70, isn't it? 100 million of the, uh, Oxford AstraZeneca, 40 million of the Pfizer and 5 million of the Moderna so far. And there are others that he's already now... So he's ordered for. double the population the amount of worth of vaccines. Yeah. So you can vaccinate everyone twice. Yeah. Why is he taking Oxford one? That's only about 75%. So this is also part of why the vaccines have come about so quick. Yeah. Funding in vaccine yeah. thing is, is a huge, huge thing to get yeah. R&D development. Because the whole gov all the governments of the world, normally it's private, because all the governments in the world have just been pumping money in, they've been able to go through all the processes quite quickly. Yeah. Now, um, part of that is the government's pre-ordering. So... Boris Johnson's, did you hear about they wanted to have the Union Jack on the AstraZeneca oh, Oxford one? Because that was their thing. Because So Oxford were quite far ahead quite early. Yeah. So we was like, oh yes, Royal Britannia. Britain's leading the way. Britain's leading the way. Um, so they went and put a massive order in and obviously it's supporting the local economy and all that. 
Um, subsequently, you know, those bods of Oxfords don't quite match up to Harvard, do they? <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that, that that's basically what happened. So, yeah, they've been picked. But that's needed to happen because that's for that funding. And for yeah, the, no, I get that. I wonder, the, where, uh, I the wonder, I wonder where those will end up. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? There's, there's, there's low, and the thing is as well, even if you look at costing, some of them are like 70, a quick $70 per, per dose. Oh, wow. I think some are like $3 per dose and there's going to be new ones in the cost. And like, I think that the Oxford one can be kept at room temperature, but the Moderna and the Pfizer need to be kept at like minus 20 or minus 70. It's really low. It's like, it's some crazy, there's so many, and that's the thing, there's so many different versions. There's actually, so the Pfizer one is being made by, I think it's Astra, Kieran works for some company. Belgium company, isn't it? There's a company in Slough. Okay. Kieran works for them. Okay. Pfizer have contracted them to to, to create. Is that on the Bath Road? No, it's the one uh, just next to Bath Road near the Sainsbury's in Langley. AstraZeneca, uh, is that, no. AstraZeneca, I mean, that they're the old Dulux, because they bought, I think they bought Dulux. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Yeah, I yeah. think it's AstraZeneca. Okay. They're making it for Pfizer. Oh, because, oh, okay, that's interesting, because, well, they've obviously got facilities, because they're also, they're in partnership with Oxford. Right, Oxford University, AstraZeneca as well. Yeah. But there well, is another big pharmaceutical, I think it's called UCB or something yeah. on the bar, that's a big pharmaceutical company as well. Um, Kieran, who's obviously been a guest previously, yeah. she works for quality control. Right. For, for them, so she monitors or whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna say what she does exactly because I'll fuck it up, and I know she listens. Uh, Speaking, of, I actually spoke to Kieran just this week, and I was like, you know, how you having a catch up with someone? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't say fuck all, bro. She knows everything. She listens. <laughs> <laughs> she was. Yeah, I was like, true. yes, you know, I've got a motorbike. She's like, I know. I was like, oh yeah. And then I had this, yeah, I know this, I know, I know this. So I'm like, all right, tell me about you, Kieran. <laughs> tell me about you, boo. He's like, oh, you've never asked before. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't got shit. <laughs> so yeah, shout um, out Kieran, man, loyal listener. We, we were originally planning to do like a wrap up of 2020, but we've gone like an hour and haven't even started. Should we do a quick one? We can do. I was, I did I obviously speak to, to Kevin about maintaining yeah. tradition. He's uh, he's going to come on next week. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, we can do it. Guess. Yeah, what's, what's been your highlights, Frank, of 2020? Highlight. <laughs> 2020. I shall tell you something that's nuts actually. Sorry to interrupt, which I do a lot. Um you know all you know when you're thinking back and me and Claire now this comes we're like, wow, the amount of things like Kobe Bryant was this year, yeah. the Australian fires were this year. Do you know what I forgot which my mum reminded me about today? She's like, Yeah, um, yeah, Nana's been dead for nearly a year. And I was like, shit, even that was this year, and mm. so much has happened, I freaking forgot. Like, it seems so long ago yeah. that it's just like so much has happened. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> She's been shite. Yeah. Oh, highlight. Liverpool won the league. <laughs> Shit, that was this year as well. Yeah, Liverpool won the league after 30 years. That's yeah. my highlight. Okay. I don't even feel like the highlight because. You could celebrate. Just, you just, I celebrate at home, you know. Yeah. For the last 30 years, in my head, I've always said, the year Liverpool win the league, I'm going to go up there. Yeah, I'm going to be there once the crowd. I'm going to be right. watching the bus go by. It happens. Couldn't do anything. So it was a bit of an anti climax for me. Uh, what about what about um what about like highlights in terms of the biggest moments? I just I just I feel like nothing really has happened this year for me to sort of give it that title. I think yeah, I just can't think of anything. Nothing's really stood out for me. Like I said, apart from that particular sporting moment. Yeah, it's just been so nothing stood out. There's been so much stuff. Oh, I don't mean in a good way. Oh, do you mean so? You I mean, mean like, in general, like, oh. like of all the cr- stuff that's happened, all the crazy stuff. Like, what are the biggest 
things that stick out in your mind or like what are the what are the um uh on a sad note obviously kobe yeah, passed yeah. away and the thing yeah. is i was i'm like i'm a basketball fan but i'm not like a huge huge basketball fan like yeah. even when and i've only recently become a fan over the last two three years so i never really supported kobe mm. whenever he was playing but i even got like a little teary like when i heard yeah. it go because it's a name that's so synonymous with basketball yeah, yeah. you know everyone's wearing kobe shirts he's like everyone who talks basketball always has a kobe jordan who's better type yeah. debate so when he died it really you know upset me a bit especially yeah. you know he's got the left left behind like three daughters one unfortunately passed away yeah. and it's just for me that's probably like the saddest moment i think me, yeah. i think kobe as well like people don't realize like that was just fashion like the lakers the lakers shirt is just fashion yeah. it's so popular people will have it on and not even realize and his number is the most popular yeah i think there was a couple of people i had to explain who he was and i think quite quickly they realized you know like if people aren't into sport you mm. might in this in the uk you might have known david becker yeah sort of thing and i was like he's that yeah and then literally, the, 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 it must have been 72 hours plus of constant top of the hour news. And they realised just how how, how, yeah. how big he was. And, all, and then obviously the story was so sad, like you said, his his daughter was with him. and That's the thing that got me, man. I was thinking yeah. about, like, imagine in those last seconds, yeah. lying to your daughter, going, it's going to be okay, we're going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. Just hold on tight, we're going to be fine, don't worry, we'll be fine knowing that, yeah. that you're lying to her and it's yeah. even a story as well like he was going to her school to do training and yeah. things like that and yeah that 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 was um that was that was tough always things more when the, the person that passed away just seemed like such a wholesome nice yeah. guy yeah and yeah. speaking of wholesome nice guy sean connery died this year as well that was recent wasn't that it? Was that i don't know how wholesome <laughs> he is <laughs> He's a legend, don't get me wrong, he's a legend. So, so I don't know if you ever saw it, mate, but there was an interview where this woman was like, she was chatting to him and she goes, I don't suppose you remember back in the day, you, you basically said it was okay to, to give a woman a slap and oh, yeah, push yeah. you too far. And he goes, well, well, well yes, I do record it. And she's like, I guess you've changed your tune now. He goes, no, absolutely, I have not. And she was like, do you care to explain? He's like, well, of course, you know, no one likes to hit women and... You try to avoid these things, but they push your buttons and they push your buttons. <laughs> they want to let it go, and sometimes you just have to give them a slap. <laughs> I was like, mate, at least you're true to yourself. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, yeah. like, do you know what? Funny enough, um, not not to digress too much with any year thing. Recently, I've had a lot, of, like, a few people tell me that I should like start getting into politics. Yeah. Mm. And one of the things I'm saying is getting to start hitting women. I was about to say, what's the podcast is this? Start, start working on your pimp hands, so. <laughs> Um But yeah, and one of the big things that, that I think we've fucked up in the UK with is like speech laws. Because if you're an arsehole, I'd rather you felt free to tell me everything that makes you an arsehole mm. rather than holding back. And I feel like even to the point of something we were saying before we started is like if you're um obviously as, as a white guy i've never had to have that thought of is the reason i'm having this conflict situation with this particular person that i don't really know is this because they're racist or not mm. and because people don't have the freedom to be racist you you will never know and of course if people do have the freedom it doesn't mean that they're gonna do it yeah. you will still have conversations with people you'd be like i wonder if i'm not racist when you're walking off but 
at least, especially in those like quiet circles, like I, there was times when I was younger and my mates would say racist shit and I'd be like, oh, like I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know that's who you are. Oh, you're a dickhead now. I've got to allow you, right? But they felt comfortable as teenagers, you say whatever you want, right? As you get older and you know that it's not socially acceptable to, to speak your mind if you have a controversial view. But you know, in America... No, they do say, they just give a little caveat. Look, I'm not racist, right? What? <laughs> These blacks fucking running all over the place. And the Muslims and the Jews, they're all fucking it up, you know? Um, yeah, like all, all of that stuff. And I'm like, I would much rather live in a world where everyone says what they're thinking. Mm. And I can go, well, you're a prick and you're a prick and you're all right. Yeah. Um, get on with you. Yeah. And especially now where our left wing mm. is so... United, I'll say it nicely, yeah? They're united in defending each other and defending the weak, yeah? Okay. I'm not going to say they're fucking tyrannical arseholes <laughs> that try and bully everyone into bowing down to their fucking socialist ideology, because that's not the case. But why should, why should people on the left mm. in those marginalised groups be worried? Because they've got such a formidable team behind them protecting them now, mm. right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want everyone to be able to express themselves freely? so that you can make those decisions to, to, to judge people based on that. That's all I'm saying. And that's what I'm going to run on <laughs> when I start running for office. I'm looking for people, if you want to represent your local constituency, constituency. No, I'm, going to, I'm going to be the change party. I'm going to change my policy every week. <laughs> that's it. Keep on your toes. I'm going to be the only politician that will agree to answer a question with yes or no. I'll be the first one ever. Yeah. Do you see that? Uh, do you see that guy? Sorry, again to digress. But do you see that guy who, um, what's his name? Tore into him because he, he not Matt, Matt Hancock. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't say on TV that he wasn't going to take the pay rise, isn't it? That was Matt Hancock. Yeah. So do you know what? I actually I can't stand that guy. I cannot stand him. But I was actually feeling sorry for him. I was actually like, how dumb are you? Like this is so. You could literally just say no, Pierce. I'm not telling you. Yeah. You could literally said Pierce. No. But he's so programmed in his role to, to, to get around. It's just like, couldn't you like, Pierce, no, I'm not telling you. I'm, giving you, I'm, not, I'm not giving you an answer. You Move know what, on, Pierce? Move on in the interview. Move show. on. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know, he looks so awkward. Yeah. Like, with that little smile of, oh, he was making Pierce don't care as well. Pierce's like, answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, answer the question. Yeah. Answer the question. Are you going to answer oh, the Matt question? Oh, Matt Hancock's a dickhead. Yeah. But I actually started feeling sorry for him. He just looked so awkward. Yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. just yeah. no one likes you. We all think you're a prick. Just be a prick. Yeah. <laughs> like embody that. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Oh. What's, your, what's been your highlights um, this year then? I think so I would in in in, in terms of like sad things as as Frank said, um and we discussed uh Kobe, I think um the Chadwick Boseman thing, I don't think that's, I've really dealt with that. That kind of hit me in a weird way. And I've kind of just tried to blank it out of my head. Um, and I still do. Um, the, although I got caught up, like, who was I, I think I was, was I telling you the other day, or I was telling someone I got caught off guard. So I, I didn't put a post up about it, I didn't say anything, I just tried, tried to blank it. But I watched Avengers Endgame for the first time, I was on the edge of my city excited. You know when Thor, Iron Man and Captain America fighting Thanos just before everyone returns and I was unprepared and I forgot and then who walks in first? Flipping Black Panther and I was just like oh, 
pause, skip forward 10 seconds, and then continue. But, um, so that, yeah, that hit me. Um, I think the, 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 the whole Black Lives Matter movement has been very, very interesting. I think it's opened up a lot of discussions and just enlightened people into things they didn't know. And as you said, it's also brought out a lot of dickheads out of the woodwork. Um, yeah. On that subject, you mm. know how they keep, they're still doing the kneeling? Yeah, yeah. What, what's your thoughts on that? I think, yeah, great. Well, I don't see any problem with it at all. Lewis has the PP. <laughs> my, my thing with it is that I just... You're a Millwall fan? No, not at all. <laughs> Listen, everyone's entitled yeah. to react how they want. Even yeah. Millwall fans, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Entitled, if that's what you okay. want to do, that's yeah. what you do. But my thing is, where does it end? Why does it have to end? It will have to end at some point. No, why? I'm saying, but, no, I'm not saying... No, 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 because I'm saying right now, it just feels like... It feels like you're being told to do something. Why? I feel like you're in too many right wing. No, 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 I'm saying like, I if, if if the football players wanted to do it, yeah, fine. Yeah. But at the moment, it just feels like you have to kneel. Why should you have to kneel? Because you've been told to. No, I don't think they did it because they're being told to. No, they, that's what they do. No, no, because there's loads of teams like Millwall said they're not they they weren't kneeling. Yeah. And they didn't kneel, they decided to do something else. The other day with QPR yeah, and they stood. Sort of linked arms and, and stuff. Yeah. Um and then some people did kneel. So I think if that's that's a recognition like I if I decided I'm gonna stand on my hands, like it's not gonna mean anything to anyone. Yeah. So people are just gonna say, Oh, that guy's standing on his hands yeah. and then they have to ask me a further question. Yeah. Why are you standing on your hands? That is it's symbolic, right? So as soon as you see me kneeling, you know what I'm talking about. So if I'm for it and I want to express that, I want to express solidarity, that's a very easy symbolic gesture I can do that communicates exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, no, look, I, I get it, but I just, I just feel... It, it comes to a point where it's like you're doing it every game. Yeah. I just feel like more is needed. I just feel like that's... To me, it's just like, oh, it's just another thing that starts happens at the start of the game these days. Yeah, but it is. But every single time at the start of the game, you're being reminded. Do you reckon they should like of exactly what it means? It's just, like they've always got everything. Like this is this is the weird thing, right? And I think there's I won't go into it, but there's some interesting psychological things around this. But every single game, every single time there's a Champions League game for the last however many years, it said PlayStation. Yeah. No one moans and says, "Why? Why do you keep saying PlayStation? We know what PlayStations are. It's not going to make me go and buy a PlayStation. I want the PlayStation. I'll have one by now." But it's a constant mind saying PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. What Champions League? Yeah, I didn't know they did that. And now you do. I want to go get PlayStation. <laughs> so, and there's loads of things that we're constantly putting in our face yeah. that we've already already got, or we're never going to buy it, or, and we get on with it. Yeah. But there's certain things that is to do with when people can or do feel uncomfortable with certain things that they then start creating creating questions and objections to thing to situations when they wouldn't otherwise normally do. Um, the same as the same as uh, and that's an example like no one's saying oh and getting annoyed because we see PlayStation not only do we see it when we watch it on TV but we see it all around the around the 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 the, 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 the picture yeah. however many times and then you know oh. so I feel like I feel like it'll be like obviously that there was that ref situation the other day yeah then you got the mill the Millwall fans are booing mm. and it almost reinforces we still need we still need attention to this. We still need attention to it. Then people trying to attach it to the political side of the Black Lives Matter organisation is nonsense. Um, and it's like, I, I feel like when, when I see it, it don't mean nothing to me. It, it doesn't mean anything to me. It's just like, and I've never ever complained when 
someone's worn, when they've worn armbands. Yeah, but I'm not coming. I'm not saying I'm not complaining. No, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just trying to say, is it even doing anything? Can, can they be doing something else? No, uh, they're doing things as well as this is this is like keeping it at the forefront of people's minds and a reminder. But there's still there's still loads going on in the background. There's still loads of stuff. The kick it out camp, we kick uh, kick it out. That's still you know that hasn't stopped. Yeah. There's still loads of other stuff that's going on. There's 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 literally you know even with regards to um, the government, you know looking into things and creating uh, what do you call them committees to look into disparities and things like that. But I think particularly in I'll tell you what I think is interesting with regards to it being in football. In the last few years, the number of complaints about prejudiced or racist activities towards players, definitely from a media spotlight, has probably gone up, and that was pre-George uh, Floyd. Mm. So the fact that that's then rolled into the George Floyd situation, and then now there's a symbol to kind of state you're against it, I think, in, particularly for football, it's come at a good time, because there was literally... It was almost every week we were hearing about some sort of situation where people, like like the conversational players walking off the pitch started before this year. Do you know what I mean? So I think this has come at a good time, and the fact that they're reminding people, making people uncomfortable, not letting people have the chance to just forget about it, I think it's a good thing. Oh, that's. That's the thing I've, I've heard a lot though throughout this year is are they doing the right thing? And it's it's always like I find a lot of times whenever it's anything to do with like saying race politics or racial politics mm, it's, it's, it's oh, I wouldn't mind but I, I don't think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like there's, there's no way to do the right thing because always the right thing is supposed to be inconvenient. Yeah. It's supposed to be a bit annoying yeah because it's supposed to remind you that something's not right yeah um you know you don't uh, yeah reminders aren't aren't supposed to be fun and i think that's i think i think that's i think that's it it's um but i think the football thing is a prime example it's like imagine imagine they stopped doing that and then the referee situation happened people would just be saying we've literally just stopped doing that and so like so so there was literally no point stopping and I'm sure within the next few weeks, there's going to be plenty more. Even the fact the Millwall people came out and said, we weren't, it weren't racist, it was against the political side of it, shows you still don't understand or you're clearly making an excuse and unwilling to accept what this is actually about. Yeah. Um, so I can't, I, I understand that the, the uncomfortableness of it, but as I said, there's so many other things I've never been against when they wear armbands in memory of someone like, and that's the thing, like, I know all about it, right? When I see them, it's nothing to me. It's literally, it's not, it's not even an inconvenience. It's, it's so easy to ignore. Yeah. That's my thing, like, for you to boo, you're making it more than it had to be. You've just given so much more attention to something that you're sick of. Yeah. So, I made it, made it all flipping, come on, what was it? Cuba? No, who was who? Millwall v Derby. Mm. I didn't even know they were playing. How many people would even know about that game? No, not many. So, any other highlights for this year, Dan? Um, I have to say, Lewis Hamilton winning, getting his seventh uh, world championship. Um, He's the best, man, isn't he? He is. He is. <laughs> um, 
But again, do you know who? I remember that, like, after, obviously, he's been very pro Black Lives Matter. Um, That's why I'm all Yeah, <laughs> but he, he, did, he, he lost the first race, or he, did, he didn't win the first race. And everyone was like, oh, he's too, he's, his mind's too occupied with this, he can't concentrate on both. And like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what else has happened this year, man? It just feels like my nan passed away, rest in, you know, God bless her soul. Um, this, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. What else has happened? There's been quite a few things, but COVID. <laughs> I, I feel like I do literally feel like I've been playing the game of dodging COVID. But as you guys know me, like, if I can not be around, people who look a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the best excuse ever <laughs> to justify it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but on the on the on the on the on the flip side, and this has been this is this has been this has been um a bit weird, just the way the years just. Like, like so much has happened, it just kind of merged into one, but it seems like it's such a long time ago, and I don't know, it's been odd. What about you? Oh, fuck 2020, bro. <laughs> Do you know what? My toaster, right? It's not, it's not, it's not working very well. It's doing my head in. I'm not even joking. The other day, yeah, <laughs> this sounds so tough. I'm making toast, right? I'm sorry. I'm a four slice toaster. <laughs> What do I need two of the feedback? <laughs> no, when it is, you can let's say the right bank is the, the right two and you get left bank, left two. Yeah? Right. The left bank doesn't work unless the right bank is turned on as well. Okay. So the right bank is always getting used. Okay. So when man wants four slices of toast, <laughs> I get burnt toast and raw toast at the same time. <laughs> Fuck 2020, bro. I'm doing this shit. Like, on top of all of this, man can't get toast. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, bro. Uh, now, obviously, you know, things are going great. 2020 for me. Uh, yeah. Business is down the pan. My back got so fucked up, I couldn't walk for a while. I've got no money because I've got two cars sitting on my driveway <laughs> that I can't sell. I've got a motorbike as well that doesn't work at the minute. <laughs> um, I may or may not have herpes. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I feel like it feels like it's gone really quick. I feel like, I feel like it just I blinked and it was like March. Yeah, when I feel when I think to certain things, I'm like, wow, that was this year. Because so much seems to have happened. But yeah, so in short, like if anyone wants to buy my booty hole for an hour, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna auction it. <laughs> I need the cash. To the lowest bidder. To the first to the first bidder. Is that is it why are you getting money out of your pocket then? What's going on? Oh, we were friends, um, but that yeah, uh, it's it's been a bit weird, man. I don't know if I actually, I must have mentioned like one thing that happened. Um, my my neighbour that I grew up, one of this girl that I grew up with, sadly passed away. Uh, she was the same age as my younger brother, um, and it was um, suspected accidental suicide. Like she'd yeah, like accidental overdose or something in it. It just um she had she had three kids as well and she was only like 30 and it was just like fuck man life is too short 
Um, and that and all the other stuff that's happened this year has kind of uh, put its foot up my ass to, to make sure that 2021 is as productive as it can be. And I've already... Yeah. The, the thing I say every year, like, we all, we're all waiting for our New Year's resolutions. It's such a common thing, like, oh, you know, what's your New Year's resolution going to be? What's your tomorrow resolution going to be? Yeah. How about you put your fucking phone away? Not, like, right now, you guys are fine. You can look at your phone and chat <laughs> shit. But how about you fucking put your phone away for a couple of hours yeah. and do something about your life to make it a bit better? Yeah. Like, if there's something that's bothering you, impact on it. Mm. We've got time. It's... Is something that we actually have an abundance of, but we always think that we don't because we're so fucking buried in our screens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's me. Should we do a wrap up? Let's do a wrap up. Um, so we normally do throwbacks. I said we'll do 2020. So track of 2020 and film of 2020. Do you want me to go? You can go first, bruv. All right, you got yours, Frank? Um, no, you go first. Leave All right, I'll go first. So my track um, is going to be... Um, the Box by Waddy Rich. I think that's probably been my my most played. Everyone know this one? You can't play it, it's got the N word, bro. Sorry. Um, no one sing along to that. Well, it's you guys can, I'm not allowed. <laughs> um, you can say fella. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you straight, I say the word. I don't care. If you don't want me to sing along, don't put the lyrics in your fucking song. <laughs> See, this is where uh, everyone, please address your comments directly. <laughs> um, and my film, it's going to have to be Tenet. Did you watch it? I did. Oh shit, we never even got into it then. Did oh, we get into it? No, we never. Have you seen I don't Tenet? Know. Yeah. Okay. That's got to be Sorry, people, we're not about to wrap up then. We've got to get into this for a little bit. Okay. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to Tenet, maybe skip through the next 10 minutes or so. Uh, yeah. So, my the only way I can describe someone actually asked me this the other day, and I was like, sick film, but WTF? Like, that's that's literally the only way I can describe it. It's like, this is so good, but what the heck is going on? I, the thing is, I got it, but I was so focused on it, yeah. I couldn't enjoy the film. See, you said I had to focus on it, so I was trying to focus on it, and it was still like. I felt like there was a time, there was parts where I'd, I'd stop focusing, I'd see something here, and then that part of the screen just started playing in reverse, <laughs> and I was like, I've missed something. <laughs> I, was, I felt like I was doing like a maths equation. Yeah, that's what it was like. That's that's it was like you, know, you know when you see in films where they're doing like a, a maths equation, all the, the numbers and stuff start flying in the screen? That's what it was like watching it. Especially when he fights himself, you're like, how did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he knew all the movies he was going to do, yeah, that's why yeah, I couldn't yeah, learn. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's fucked. Yeah, man. Speaking of speaking of those um, things, not to spoiler alert, if you haven't seen uh, the Prestige, oh yeah yeah yeah, you guys seen the I've Prestige? Seen the yeah, I've seen that. That's uh, Hugh Jackman and um, Christian Bale. Christian Bell. Yeah yeah, I've seen that sick film. I've, three separate people that I spoke to that have seen it didn't get the plot twist at the end, other than put your fingers in your ears, go la 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 if you want. Other than Christian Bale being a yeah, right? they didn't get that Hugh Jackman was also like, yeah 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 they didn't know that why so i was like but you know at the end when it pans around and then you see him yeah. in the tank and they're like yeah wasn't wasn't that his twin i was like no it wasn't his twin they're like oh what is that i was like think about why did he say only 100 shows why did yeah. he say that he didn't want michael kane downstairs yeah like there's so many things that pointed to 
that's what that machine was doing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like people are like, oh, is that what it was? Mm. I'll have to go back and watch it. And I was like, I can't that was polite you are. That was kind of in your face. It's not letting, not a spoiling thing. I know, but you know, Frank Evans right. in it. So sure. yeah, you're welcome, man. It's a good. It's film. good film, man. It's really, really good. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but going back to Taylor, Frank, what did you think of it? <clears throat> I didn't get it. It happens, and that ended. I was like. It was good. I like. I like. I like it, but at the same time, I didn't get it. It's like a visual spectacular, but you. There's just too much going on. I feel like I've got to go back. It's almost like ah. There's a lot of ah. Do you not feel like Christopher Nolan just fucking like showing off? Yeah. Just doing too much. He was like, oh look, Inception. Check this out. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, I never yeah. got that either. So many people watching. walked. I remember, like at the end of Inception, I was like, I'm certain I know what's happened here, yeah, because as much everyone's like, oh, but the thing it was spinning, it wasn't yeah, spinning. Yeah. His kids were the same age as they were when he was daydreaming about them. Yeah. They haven't got older, right? He's been away for eight years. Yeah. His kids haven't aged. He's clearly fucking dreaming. I felt like when he made that, he was like, I'm going to out Matrix the Matrix. And then yeah. when he made Tenor, he was like, I'm going to out... Matrix. Out. Yeah, what was the... Inception. I'm going to out Inception, Inception. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I feel like his next movie that he's going to make, oh, like, right. literally, it's going to be fucking... Elon Musk and, yeah. and Jeff Bezos, a couple of other like fucking genius like, people just sitting in Kanye West sitting there going, yeah. Oh, cool man. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to watch it in reverse to like yeah. understand it's it or good. something. Yeah. It'll have like every actor will speak a fucking different language. Yeah, and there'll be no subtitles. <laughs> it'll be some 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 weird, crazy. Yeah, he's, he I feel like level. he's just like on a bit of an ego trip trying to out Christopher Nolan Christopher yeah, Nolan yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's like yeah. he's at home he's at, he plays chess by himself don't he you know when they like, just have the ball and like go to the other side and, I'm and going too far here I'm going too far here I'm like how fucked up I am but I feel like he's at home like beating off going I fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> oh shit why good. can't you be better <laughs> Have you got a, uh, a wrap-up for 2020? Oh, dear, man. Yeah, bruv. So... Let me add your song. Okay. If you want, I can add two songs. Cause What's one, your song? One of them is WAP. WAP? <laughs> yeah, bruv. Do you know what? That's a, that has to probably be the tune of 2020. Yeah. Oh, in this house. So... I heard a oh. nine-year-old girl going, there's some holes in there, huh? There's some holes in that house. I was like, do, young lady, do you know what the hell you just said? <laughs> oh, She's wow. like, I said there's some hoes in the house. I was like, do you know what hoes are? Like, like, no, no, I, can't, I can't tell you. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah, that was my, uh, funny enough, my movie was going to be 10 What other fucking films have come out this year? Mm. Let's have a look. There's been films on Netflix. Movies. What was the film you told me to watch the other day? On Netflix, Second Something? Oh, that film's awful. Oh, I'll put that in my picture. No, it, was it was so bad. Uh, I was like, someone else has got to experience. I'll put that in my watch list now. I'm gonna watch that. Watch I was like, oh, fine. We got all this film. Watch it. Just, was, you know, sometimes you watch a film and so bad, you're like, am I missing something? Yeah. This yeah. film was commissioned. It stars Ryan Felipe. Yeah. It's on Netflix, but it's awful. So I kind of want someone else to just okay. second it. Just it, give it like half hour. Extractions a 2020 movie. That's pretty decent. What's extraction? Something like Hemsworth, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's uh, Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was decent. That was alright. 
Speaking of Netflix, uh, Falling Down is showing on Netflix at the minute. I don't know if you. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Sick film. That's such an old school film, man. It's fucking incredible though. Mm. Like I, I was watching it the other day. I was like, oh yes, and like I know what's gonna happen next. Yeah, yeah. To the, I even know the lyrics. I was like, <laughs> the lyrics, the words to it. He's like, why am I calling you by your first names? I've been at my job for seven years. I still call my boss sir. I just want to order some breakfast. Can't I just order breakfast? <laughs> yeah, he pulls yeah. out the can. <laughs> Yeah, that's sick. What are you saying, Frank? What's, what's your song of the year? My song of the year is probably the most overplayed song, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Okay. Tune, though. Overplayed. That's the one they had the dance that, that went viral with... Um, oh, yeah, where people just dancing. Yeah, yeah, on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is this? What is the sample? I don't know. Because I thought, you know, if you play that back again, play that back one more time down from the beginning. Rewind. So look. I am the worst rewinder ever. Here we go. It's very 80s, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure what it samples there. Sounds like Tron or something. It sounds like like it's going to go into Take On Me. Wasted our precious time. We could be millionaires. You could be. Right. Yeah. We're welcome. We were working on a new form of Viagra. We we're testing it on Frank, <laughs> <laughs> and instead we decided to to bring you this <laughs> this acoustic gold that you guys have been suffering for to have So make sure if you're listening to this, then you go on your Instagram. Do it. You go on your Facebook. You give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us Do a it. share. Give us a review. Give us a little bump. You know, share it on your storyline, just like how Kieran does. Yes, thank you, Kieran. Thank you, Kieran. The loyalty is there, man. Exactly. The loyalty is there. Yeah, man. So I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And I'm Frank. And we are out. Peace.